Hey guys, Dan Waltzman here. Welcome back to the Edgy Conversations podcast. Got a short edition, short episode for you today. Wanted to spend a few minutes talking to you about this idea of momentum. So obviously, you know, we started the conversation earlier. We're going to continue the conversation all month. And it's one that's powerful and awesome and essential. And one that if you're not paying attention to, will either cost you big time or leave you scratching your head. Like, why didn't I figure that out earlier? What, what was stopping me from achieving that level of success, right? So I've been thinking about this idea of momentum. And by the way, I wrote a blog post that will come out here shortly about Mike Tyson. What's interesting about Mike Tyson is he had this career that was that was like churning through, was like hot, but like a, what, did, what, did, what did they say? Like a hot knife through butter. He was crushing every single heavyweight in his path. And if you know much about Mike Tyson, he just would go into the ring and just destroy dudes. I mean, big dudes. Just punch them right in the fucking face, and down they go. Boom, boom, boom. And it was a terror to see. In fact, if you ever saw pictures, and just by the way, just go to YouTube. This will send you down a rabbit trail for the next 20 minutes. Uh, You'll see photos of him just angry as he would attack people and maul them, just beat the crap out of them. And what's interesting is he had this momentum that was built on I'm not going to self-diagnose, but what rage, um, just this uh, raw craving to achieve results at whatever cost. It was just totally crazy, man, like off to the races. And all of a sudden, Buster Douglas comes and steps in his way. And and what's interesting, by the way, you got to read the blog post. Uh, just go to danwalshman.com and you'll see the, 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 the Mike Tyson post. I might even add it to the weekly newsletter. It's that, it's that potent. But in the middle of this journey, in the middle of this process, Mike Tyson goes to Tokyo because why not? You're going to travel the world. And he goes to Tokyo and, and he has this fight that changes the course, I believe, of his entire life. And here's what I mean by that. So Mike Tyson goes to Tokyo. I, I don't know what his record was to that time, but I, it was pretty devastating. I mean, he, he had destroyed destroyed, destroyed people. And as he goes to Tokyo, I think it's like Tyson's back or something like that. It, it, the, the marketing for it was, was pretty pronounced. He, go, he goes there, he steps into the ring. Look, some people debate, you know, was he in shape? Was he not in shape? Was it staged? Was it, I, I can't answer those questions. But what I do know is walking to the arena, James Douglas was a 42 to one underdog. And he, Mike Tyson, who they called Iron Mike, had won 37 fights in a row, all undefeated, unstoppable, just crushing dudes. Like I said, right in the face. And at the time he entered the ring, he had the WBC, I think WBC, WBA, and I think it was also the IBF title, which is basically all of them, right? He, so the undisputed and undefeated heavyweight champion of the world. If you don't, if you're not sure what all that means, it means in every division of boxing possible and in every country or region where that boxing is regulated or accounted for, he had beaten the best guys there. So basically the baddest mofo on the planet. What's interesting is this, is that he not only achieved that level of success worldwide, but for 37 fights in a row had achieved some bit of, I think it's fair to say, momentum. 
right? Momentum. He, he had, he had this momentum. So he steps into this ring in Tokyo. And again, that they build the fight. Tyson is back. Five foot 10, 220 pounds. I'm six foot, right at six feet, five, five, 11 and like nine twentieths or something. But I'm right there at six feet tall. This is a guy who's 5'10", 220, pound for pound, greatest fighter in the world. And he he lost. He lost. By, by the way, his previous fight, he had won in 93 seconds. Boom. Couple hits. Bing, bang, boom. Carl Williams on the ground, face first, you know, dead to the world, lights out. And what's interesting about this is that you would assume that Mike Tyson would be pretty much unstoppable for the rest of his career. But this is the lesson for you and for me. Momentum had everything to do with it. He walked into the room a a few pounds heavier than he'd ever been. While James Buster Douglas walked walked into the arena a little bit more hungry, and and maybe not a little bit more hungry, maybe it was a lot more hungry than Mike Tyson. If you know the backstory, and by the way, go read that blog post and it'll, it'll just, it'll bring tears to your eyes because it's that potent. His son's mom, his baby mama, had a kidney ailment and was slowly dying. Three weeks before the fight, his own mother had died. So here's his mom died. His baby mama is dying. And on the flight over, he gets sick with some stupid stomach virus. So he's stepping into the ring hungry. Mike Tyson's stepping into the ring a little bit overweight. And this is the mistake that many of us make, is we discount the fatality, the deadliness of not being sharp. We discount the potency of allowing ourselves to kind of fall off the wagon a little bit, right? To not not really care how successful we are, right? 37 fights in a row, Tyson had conquered everybody crushed everybody, destroyed everybody. He's stepping into this ring. Momentum is down. Buster Douglas, momentum is up. And if you listen to the fights, and again, watch the video, you know, danwaltzman.com, go grab that blog. And you'll notice momentum's down while Buster Douglas, momentum is up. And even Sugar Ray Leonard, who was calling the fight for HBO, was saying that just things weren't clicking. Just wasn't happening. Like what he thought should be happening wasn't happening. And he wasn't successful. Now, here's what's interesting. That fight was the beginning of Mike Tyson's life. Life as he knows it. Once he lost that fight, it felt like not only was he no longer the international champion, Buster Douglas was, but his whole life seemed to spiral out of control. Months later, he would be sent to prison on rape charges, which he denies, but still he would be sent to to prison on rape charges for years. He would leave prison and could get back into fighting, but never, never have his stuff again. In fact, quickly he would fall into financial ruin and bankruptcy, hundreds of millions of dollars into debt, get that hundred million dollars plus in debt. It's crazy. I could even get in debt that far, but he did. And from that moment on, I mean, I think now if you if you watch Tyson, and by the way, if you go on Netflix, there's actually a, a special called Tyson. You can watch it. It's pretty awesome. But you'll see 
this kind of crazy crash landing. And I would say it all started here, him walking into the arena in Tokyo on February 11th, 1990. Now, I don't look, I don't know that he knew walking into the arena that it was this life or death. I suspect he had no thoughts about when it would actually be. But the reality is it was very deadly. It was very, very deadly. And so deadly that, you know, I think if he could kind of give himself a a pep talk, he might say, don't blow it. Don't blow it, right? This is when, of all things, you need to be on your A game. This is when you do need to be inspired and motivated and driven. And so his whole life unraveled at this moment of, of reckoning. And I am, I am left wondering if that's not the same lesson for all of us, meaning we have these opportunities to drive for greatness and we don't know when that one day we don't take the battle seriously is the moment that the rest of our life spirals out of control. So what's the point of all of this? That calendar of awesomeness, where we ask you to do one thing, three things, or five things each day, one big, three medium, or, or five small, where we ask you to profile and write down what you're grateful for, what your intention for the day is. That might seem silly. It might seem ridiculous. Like, oh, what does this matter? But here's what I've come to figure out. Looking back, you can see the times you didn't take it seriously and the impact it had on your life permanently, permanently. Here's a man who walked into a fight, a 42 to one favorite, 37 knockouts, undefeated, unstoppable in a row, five foot 10, 220 pounds, the greatest heavyweight boxer in the history of boxing, perhaps, right? Knocked out his last boxer uh, fight in 93 seconds. IBF, WBA, WBC title holder, and set in motion with his lack of preparedness and momentum, a trail of horror that to this day, I am sure, he regrets. I'm not trying to scare you. Just trying to let you know how important it is that you drive towards awesomeness. So go grab the calendar of awesomeness. If you're wondering what the heck I'm talking about, you can go to calendarofawesomeness.com. That's calendarofawesomeness.com. Download our free calendar. We don't ask anything from you. Not a donation, not money, nothing. Other than that, you are serious about achieving massive success in your life. Till the next time, stay edgy. Be awesome.